On this episode, we discuss who got left out of the New Year's Six, how the college basketball season is panning out this far, and if Die Hard truly is a Christmas film. Alright, let's get it. You're listening to Boomer Dogs. The sacrifices that we personally made to be here are incredible. My wife's boyfriend sold his prosthetic leg on Craigslist to afford me the opportunity to be here. As soon as I get enough money to afford him a new leg at the end of next year, we'll I'm be right back. All the on and no night. All of fame. All of night. Trying to be the greatest. Of all time. Say it's all down. All right, season two, episode one. Welcome back. Uh, it's Cam and Lanier. Let's kick this off. So we're gonna open up directly with uh, the college football playoffs and how we think that's how like, we think that's gonna pan out. So directly off the bat, do you think all the New Year's six uh, bowls are are gonna be what the college football playoffs ex- the committee expected? Yeah, I think Memphis versus Penn State is a bad pick for the committee i think they could have gone with utah i think that would have been a better pick um auburn that one would have been interesting or alabama i think those would have been a lot better to play versus memphis now granted they are 11 and 1 and i understand why they did that but at the same time we won a really good football game and i think penn state is just gonna run all over yeah i think for a team like Memphis to be playing Penn State, I think they, especially for the committee, like they always are in love with Alabama. I would have expected Alabama to be in that game. Yeah. Um, I think Alabama should just show up for the game, mm-hmm. truly. I think they should just show up full band, full gear. Like like for like someone who uh, is like, like when you don't get invited to a party and just show up to the party, I think Alabama should just show up for one of the New Year's Six Bowls. Like, and just like, oh, well, do you want to see Memphis versus Penn State or do you want to see Alabama versus Penn State? And everyone who's in the crowd is going to be like, oh, well, I guess we want to see Alabama versus Penn State. Like, we'd definitely rather see that. Yeah, no so, doubt. <laughs> I think Alabama definitely just needs to show up to a game. What, um, just especially regarding, like, the New Year Six Bowls, actually, let's just go to the playoffs. What do you think, uh, what, do you, what do you have as your, your championship prediction? Who's winning the championship? Who's winning the Peach Bowl and the Fiesta Bowl this year with Ohio State versus Clemson and LSU versus Oklahoma? Yeah, so I hate to do this to you because yeah. I know you're a big Oklahoma coming. fan. I know it's coming. I think LSU is going to whoop Oklahoma. I don't think it'll be close, and I think Ohio State's going to be Clemson, and I think that's going to be a much better game than LSU-Oklahoma. So I think it's going to be LSU versus Ohio State. I think Jerba, uh, Joe Burrow is going to come out full guns blazing against Ohio State and say, y'all didn't give me a chance. What's up? No, I'm talking for the championship. Oh, okay. I think it's going to be LSU-Ohio State, and I think LSU is going to win it all. Yeah, I mean that's the safe pick for sure. I think uh, I think Oklahoma plays like we do in every other uh, playoff game, and we just come out like lack Daisy playing, and we don't really go to, go at it like we always do. I think our uh, our defense looks young, and so that's tough with playing someone who's like Joe Burrow. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I, I if I was being honest, um, I'm. I'm still going to take Oklahoma because I have to, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if LSU won the whole thing. I think Clemson and Ohio State don't stand a chance to whoever wins. Because if Oklahoma wins against LSU, I mean, LSU is by far the better, the best team there. So if mm-hmm. Oklahoma does beat LSU, there's no way that Ohio State and Clemson can beat whatever team comes out of that. So I think that's, that's an easy pick for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, 
do what do you think regarding like uh, the the four teams? I know this gets debated every single year, time and time again. Do you think that like they should expand to a bigger uh, a bigger playoff, or do you think that the four team is is what it is, and we should be lucky that we have this instead of the computer picking the top two? Yeah, so I, I see both sides of the coin. Um, on one hand, the four teams you get it over with very quickly. Um, but if we went to an eight-team playoff, there would be a lot more playing time. There'd be a lot more downtime between games, a lot more opportunities for these players, especially the ones who are juniors and seniors who are about to go to the draft to get hurt. Um, so you, you got to look at both sides of the coin. Personally, I like the four-team playoff for the past couple of years. Yeah, it has been one-sided, but it's nice to see a team that's not Alabama get into the top four. Um, I think we've been seeing too much of that recently. I think next year it's going to be even more interesting with LSU and how many players they're going to have go to the draft. Same with Ohio State, especially Chase Young. Um, Clemson is just there in uh, the Cupcake Conference, I'll say it. The ACC is not very difficult. Um, Not at all. And then Oklahoma, I still think, is going to be in that top five. I think next year we could potentially see another two SEC teams. Um, But, you know, you just got to play the game to see. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I, but if you look at, like, the, the was it, FCS, uh, AA, or I forgot what they call it. I always just call it Division Two. It's not Division Two, But where, um, like, North Dakota State plays and stuff like that, they have, like, a full, a full playoff. And it, it always works out pretty well for them. It's actually really interesting to watch. And, that, I mean, that's in full swing right now. North Dakota State's probably going to win it, as always. But... Um, yeah, I, I, I see, like you said, I see both sides of it. I definitely, I'm lucky enough just to have a four-team playoff instead of the, uh, the, the computer picking, like, previously. I do think that, um, I, I, it's, it's, you brought up the ACC, which is so funny, because, like, if the ACC could be good at once, it'd be hilarious. Like, yeah. finally, just good at once. Like, we've had a, a year where Louisville's great. We've had a year where Clemson's great. We've had plenty of years where Florida State's mm-hmm. great. We've had years where Miami's okay. Actually, Miami, ironically, I would like to state this on the record, has, hasn't been to the ACC championship since the creation of the ACC. So, you know, that's there. But, um, but yeah, I mean, having, having the ACC not, not be what, what it's all made out to be uh, is definitely tough. But with that being said, you mentioned um, we were talking about next year. Have you looked at any of the uh, recruiting classes for – this year coming up or uh not really i know recruiting day national signing day was on wednesday yeah a couple days ago um but other than that no not really just been focusing on this bowl game and then basketball college basketball coming up and then college baseball coming up in the spring i think um as a podcast we need to look into um buying a bowl because there's (laughs) there's so many bowls like let's find I remember as a kid, we'd always call like all these bowls the hot pocket bowl, because because they're so ridiculous. Like the here's here's a good one: the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Like there's nothing better. Which than is that. You, yeah, no, nothing like the holidays screams the San Diego County Credit. You know, grabbing your family and going out there at 8 p.m. on San Diego will technically be like 12, like I don't know, like one in the morning. How about the Nova Home Loans Arizona Bowl? <laughs> like these, these are great. Uh, the 
The Franklin American Mortgage Music City Bowl. Ayo. They're about to change the name, actually. They tweeted out this year, this week. The Music City Bowl's yeah. changing? Yeah, oh, they did. Because we're going to that. And so Mississippi State has the chance to be the last ever the last ever, The last ever Franklin American Mortgage City Music Bowl of America. Yeah, the trans, they're changing the name to the Trans Perfect Music City Bowl. That's a real big bummer. Nothing screams the holidays like the Franklin American Mortgage. Language and technology solutions for global business. Yes. Hashtag we know how. Yes. I'm on their Twitter, if you could give us a sponsor, that'd be cool. Um, <laughs> for giving you a shout out. And they're based in New York, so that's interesting. Um, so you'll you'll be at you said you'll be at that game this no, week. No, 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 I oh, won't. Okay. It's on my birthday, so I'll actually be here working, which kind of sucks. Yeah, that is um, a big oof. That's okay. You know, somebody's got to work. We can't all save the world. All right, let's jump right into the uh, college basketball. I know um, I'm not huge on college basketball, but it definitely needs to be covered. Uh, directly coming out, the rankings are the rankings. I mean, nothing's surprising about the rankings of college basketball every year. It's pretty much the exact same thing. Yeah, uh, on ESPN, they haven't updated the rankings yet. I think they'll probably do that tomorrow or Monday because today is the last day the for week, the week. Yeah. Um, but Maryland suffered a huge loss at Seton Hall the other day. They only had 18 points in the first half, and they lost to Seton Hall 52-48, to 48, yeah. which is huge. So they're about to drop. But um, Seton Hall is always a school that's kind of in it, too, even though it's not the Big right East. Now. Yeah. All right, <laughs> the, 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 the stragglers of the Big East. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the the basketball rankings just work off of like what your name is. Because mm-hmm. if you have like a name that's a basketball school, you'll be in the top five. Like it's easy, but they'll never put like someone. <laughs> they'll never put someone who like you'll never see like an Auburn or uh, a Florida State or a Penn State, a West Virginia as a number one school. Even if they like went unranked, like what do, what do we have here? Yeah, we got, exactly. Auburn, to my knowledge, right now. Is still yep. They yeah, are still undefeated. undefeated, and and San Diego State's undefeated, sitting behind eleven other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I think they just rotate the top with like, oh, Kansas got it, put you on the top. Oh, Gonzaga, yeah, yeah, you got a basketball name, we'll put you on the top. So they just keep they yeah, just keep definitely. rotating those. What do you think your like as of now your prediction your favorite team? Uh, like going forward the playoffs, what do you think? Like, uh, who, who's going to come out of this thing on the top? Yeah, it's really interesting right now, especially with uh, UNC's top player getting hurt um, and having to have knee surgery. I don't think they're going to be in it. Um, I could see, I could see Kansas. I could see Louisville. I don't think Duke is going to do it um, unless they get stuff together. We'll probably get some hate for that one. I'm surprised Ohio State's number five. Um, Kentucky, yeah, maybe they might be able to do it. I mean, all those teams have suffered a loss at number one too. Yeah, and not Ohio State, but Duke and Kentucky. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I could see I could see Auburn doing well again, like they did last year, um, being undefeated. Uh, I would say Tennessee, but they had a horrible loss yet uh, earlier this week. Um, at I think they were, yeah, they uh, lost to Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, that was a bad loss. I was watching that game, and I expected Tennessee to win. Um, but, yeah, I think it's going to be, you know, I could see Virginia up there. I think it's going to be our traditional schools that are up there plus Auburn 
as they're starting to make a name for themselves in the AP top 25 or the coaches poll, whichever poll you use. I think I think I could see them again. Yeah, as as a, a Florida State grad, watching Florida State basketball is always interesting. They always win the games that they're like not supposed to win, and then lose these like upset games like, all the time. Like they lost to Indiana unranked eighty to sixty four. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean Indiana is a team that should be ranked, I think. But uh, lost I mean, to right, Pitt. Cu- currently, yeah, we lost to Pitt first game of the season. Uh, and then currently we're actually losing 27 to 23 to South Florida. So there's that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think I think looking at it, you're, we're going to have – I think I'm picking Kansas. I know it's a safe pick because they're number one right now, mm-hmm. but number one is in a safe spot this year. That's true. Uh, yeah. I think uh, Kansas comes out and wins this thing. I think we could have an, uh, an Auburn-Kansas game in March Madness. But on, in all honesty, uh, college basketball doesn't matter until the second half. That's true. And until March Madness comes Until out. <laughs> late February, yeah, early like, March. It, yeah, March, March, April, that's when college basketball starts mattering. Like, I mean, means anything. Cause, and, that, and then the second half, like I said, because, I mean, you could watch a basketball game. It could be like 100 to 1. And the next thing you know, it's like 200 to 100. Like, somehow the other team came out and scored 200 points. I don't understand how it happens. But college basketball doesn't mean anything until the second half. All right, going into our segment, who would have thought? Look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. All right, so this is where we'll pick uh, something that we think will be better than expected. Uh, so I'm going to come swinging out the gates. I'm taking who would have thought Oklahoma over LSU. Joe Burrow twists his ankle. Um, just just a twist, nothing, nothing career-ending. He twists his ankle. He's out. I don't know who their number two is. Who cares? Oklahoma wins the game by three. Nice. Done. That's a that's a that's a bold pick right there. <laughs> who would have thought? Who would have thought? Yeah, that's right. My who would have thought is Virginia over Florida. Um, I think Virginia has had some ups and downs this season. I think them winning uh, against Virginia Tech was huge for them. Uh, now you could argue that the loss to Clemson was horrible, losing sixty-two to seventeen in the Tough ACC luck. championship. Um, but I, I could still see them pulling it out and beating Florida and upsetting old Dan Mullen. Florida, Florida for is us. a team that I can't really put my finger on this year because um, I, I watched the, the Florida State versus Florida game, and even then, like, I was expecting a complete blowout in the first, like, quarter was actually really interesting. After that, I mean, it was it was a lost cause. But first quarter was actually really interesting, which I didn't expect. Um, and it might have just been the rivalry aspect of it. Those games always come out swinging. But, yeah, I could definitely see Virginia upsetting Florida mm-hmm. um, down in Miami. should be a, a nice and toasty game. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely. Yeah, speaking of nice and toasty games, bowl games yesterday. Yeah, so there was bowl games. We're already in the mix of bowl games right now. Uh, which ones do we have yesterday? The Bahamas Bowl where uh, yeah, good thing. Buffalo got the job done. And then we had the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl, where Kent State beat Utah State, and uh, that was that was a good game. Do you, have you ever like wanted to attend one of these like games out in Bahamas? Like Bahamas, they oh, always yeah. do uh, every year in Atlantis. They do like the basketball mm-hmm. championship or whatever. I've always wanted to like make it out to one of those like, Bahamas games because like, you know the tickets have to be like dirt cheap. Like there's no way those, those are expensive. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, Going to the Bahamas would be sick. 
especially during this time of the year. I mean, where we are, it's 30-something degrees right now. It's a little a little cold, so yeah. And you got to love being uh, Buffalo, traveling all the way from upstate New York down to uh, the Bahamas and getting the job done over Charlotte. I'm looking, I'm going to look up right now how much Bahama Bowl tickets go for. Okay, so I just looked up Bahama Bowl tickets. The cheapest ticket, it's $25 face value. Hmm. The most expensive ticket is 300 bucks. So, <laughs> so you can get like field side access for 300 bucks to the Bahamas Bowl. I'm actually going to be in the Bahamas next October, so we have a hot minute till we get there. But hey, you might be able to go to the. Uh... We should I'm, if I can convince my new wife, like fresh out of mayor, out of the wedding, that to go to the Atlantis basketball series, I will happily go there. But honestly, that's something that I would do. I'd make her go to, like. And it's going to be like Alabama versus Mississippi State basketball. Like, nobody's interested. There's like, I don't know if you've ever seen those games, but it's like three three people in the, the stands. Those are the funniest games we, to watch. We were, we were watching one, and it was uh, UCF versus, honestly, I can't even think of who it was now. It was some California team. Uh, and they were, they were like, a dead serious. It was the Anaheim, like, conference center. Which, you know, like when they start turning like conference centers into basketball stadiums, we mm-hmm. have a problem. Uh, Anaheim Conference Center, and the, the camera would pan from side to side, and there was at least like four people there. Like, that's it. Like, it was so sad. And they make these teams travel from like all the way across the country for these like, and they call them classics. Like, this is what we do every year. It's like when your dad has an awful tradition and you never want to continue doing it. Like, that's the epitome of these teams. Like, they have the Emerald, the Emerald Coast Classic, which is out in Destin. Mm hmm. I don't even think it's in Destin. I think it's in Niceville, Florida, which if you know anything about Niceville, Florida, it is it is awful there. Um, and there's all of like 10 people there. And Florida State's playing. That's only like an hour and a half from the school. But it's like the the Bible Belt. Like no one actually lives around there. So yeah, those these bowls and those games are like always funny. I, I love watching them just to see like how nobody actually goes to them. And then FAU always has their own bowl. Like, mm-hmm. like these these schools who have their bowls that like that they like it's a gimme. Like the the Hawaii bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Arizona State is playing at their own stadium this year, so that's that's a home game for them. It, the Boca Raton Bowl literally is at FAU Stadium, and it's mm-hmm. SMU versus Florida Atlantic. So it's just a home. Like it's just another game for them. And then they get a trophy at the end for participation. I don't know if you've ever seen, though, these bowls, they, like, give these guys, like, thousands of dollars mm-hmm. worth of stuff. Yeah. Like, they say that they don't pay players, but they get, like, laptops and all this stuff at these bowls, especially the, the New Year's Six. Oh, yeah. Especially the New Year's Six. I know one of my friends played um, at the Orange Bowl, and they, like, sent a bunch of pictures, and they, uh, they like, hooked him up with, like, all new shoes, all new stuff. So it's... These bowl games are actually pretty fun for the players, but yeah, sometimes I just feel like it's excessive. Yeah, it's always funny to see all the players, and especially the walk-ons, right after they get back from a bowl game, and they all have the same matching backpack and yeah. the matching tracksuit, and they're just wearing it all around campus. I think it's hilarious. Even if we lost like last year, we lost um, in the Outback Bowl to Iowa. Um, and then I go to school when we start back up and there's a football player in one of my classes and he has on all the 
like for the first two weeks it was a monday wednesday friday class and he just had on all the uh, outback bowl gear so funny we will go into our controversial question of the week what a stupid question that is what a stupid question but i watch you a lot you ask a lot of stupid questions all right so this week's controversial question of the week is die hard a christmas film no yes no 100 percent yes all right, we have a strict two-minute time, and it's going to start now. So Die Hard is not a Christmas film because the characters aren't celebrating Christmas throughout the entire film. I think that's a, a strong point that Christmas films need to have. Christmas films, Elf, Christmas Vacation, even when you could say Home Alone, that's bordering to your line. I mean, uh, Christmas Story, throughout the entire film, the characters are celebrating Christmas. Yes, Die Hard, yes, 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 yes. And it's a Christmas party where they're having this at the Nakatomi Plaza, they're sell- having a Christmas party, and then Hans Gruber comes, and then later uh, in the in the movie, you see uh, Bruce Willis's character, John McClane, writes in blood on this dude's sweatshirt, "Ho ho ho! Now I have a machine gun." Ah, it's it's, <laughs> that's, it's that, okay. That's a fair point, but I think still. The, the basis of the movie is not Christmas. The basis They're of the at movie. a Christmas party. At the beginning of the movie. Which, yes, he's going to see his family from New York to L.A. And he's surprising her at the Christmas party. I, I, I still, I don't know. It's, it's tough because, like I said, like I think that the general characteristic of a Christmas film should be the characters throughout the entire film are celebrating Christmas. I think... Uh, it, but I will say, in your, in your defense here, Netflix has it as one of the best Christmas films. Like it's like best Christmas films, and Die Hard's in there. Mm-hmm. But I still think that's because people are uh, skewed in their beliefs, and they think that Die Hard's a Christmas film. I yeah, I, I can't get behind Die Hard being a Christmas film. And I think if you think that Die Hard's a Christmas film, you're reaching. They're really reaching for Christmas films. Yeah, see, my brother is on the same viewpoint as you, but then me, my mom, my dad, we all think it's a Christmas movie just because, you know, it's set at Christmas during a Christmas party. Ho, ho, ho. Now I have a machine gun. All right, and that is the two minutes right there. I still think that it is not a Christmas film. So next show, we will be discussing the results of the college football playoffs. We'll be talking a little bit more about the college basketball season um, we're working on a guest right now that I, I'm not going to say the name because I don't want to jinx anything, but um, hopefully we have a, a pretty cool guest on the show, and then we'll have a, a brand new controversial question of the week. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening to Season 2, Episode 1, and Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. I don't want...